everybody, and welcome back to The Known Podcast. I'm Liz Burns, and today I am so thankful that you're with us. We are going to be interviewing my friend, Dr. Jenny Carter, and talking about knowing God through knowing His Word, and in turn, how it helps us know ourselves. I can't wait to jump into it. Let's go. Well, we are in the midst of the craziest time of the year, but such an amazing time as well. And so, Our family does Christmas cards. In fact, I think I talked about our family Christmas pictures on the podcast before. But just last week, I think or the week before, um, I had the unfortunate experience of a something that brought my whole Christmas season to a standstill. I we got our Christmas cards back. They were ready to send out, um, and they look great. And so, you know, by the grace of God, we got a family picture. Everybody's smiling, like all those good things. So then being the person that I am, I can't just use like regular stamps. Like I want to get Christmas stamps. So went to the post office, all excited and said, hello, can you show me your Christmas stamps? Well, they said, yes, we have two Christmas stamps this year, St. Nick and Otters in Snow. Otters in Snow. The look I gave these poor people I didn't want otters in snow and say, like, what happened to the Christmas poinsettias? What happened to the peanuts, Charlie Brown, cute Christmas stamps? What is going on? And if you are listening, the United States Postal Service, I don't want to blame everything on you, but my Christmas cards didn't feel as festive as they could have as they were going out. Um, I was like, that's all you have? And they're like, Yeah, we also have, you know, the regular American flags, hearts. I'm like, I'm going to stop you right there. I need joyful Christmas stamps. Like, what happened? Didn't years ago it seem like we had better Christmas stamp options? I mean, I wasn't thrilled, but hey, you know, I persevered. Um, The cards went out. It's a nice card, and uh, I'm already believing and praying for better stamps next year. (laughs) Did you find good stamps where you live? Let me know. We'll be right back with the Known Podcast. Welcome back to the Gnome Podcast, everybody. And I am so excited to welcome a friend and also just a brilliant um, educator in our city. This is Dr. Jenny Carter. Welcome, Jenny. I'm so glad to be here. Yay. So, Jenny, tell people about 30 seconds of who are you? Who am I? I am, you said Dr. Jenny Carter. That's but right. I'm also, you can just say, I say just Jenny outside of work. <laughs> um, wife to Paul and mom to three girls who are 14, 10, and 8. Wow. Um, We have lived in Lakeland for a little over three years, three and a half years, and have worked, I've worked in higher education for, this is my 19th year. Wow. And so currently serving as a professor and program director of two doctoral programs at Southeastern. Shout out Southeastern. We are excited about that. That's so exciting. And because it's the known podcast, you know, we're going to ask. Tell us about your pets. Pets. So we have a lot of animals in our house. I like it already. Um, Tell me everything. We have a Springer Spaniel named Zoe. Ooh, okay. Um, who is 
a big lap dog and <laughs> is sad if people aren't petting her um, and will like chase people out the front door when someone comes to the front door. Like, are you going to pet me? So basically classic dog. Yeah. Yes. Classic dog. Um, and then we have three cats. Wow. Ashley, who is 17. 17. 17. Um, Older and, than all your kids. Yes. Older than all my kids and longer than my marriage. So <laughs> when we were engaged, um, Paul wanted to get me a cat or a dog. And so I picked out a cat. And so um, I worked for North Central University in Minneapolis at the time. And I lived on campus and we were allowed to have pets. So Ooh. yes, that was a big deal. That's awesome. So you had to pay a pet deposit. So that's where Ashley is. Um, that's where Ashley came from. And she <laughs> is had a few like, near death experiences. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, a cat has nine lives, right? And yes. This one's 17, yes. And she's so, yeah. currently like on some steroids and things like that <laughs> to help with like her eating habits. But we thought we were going to lose her a few times and I've but prayerfully God. cried but God, but yeah. God literally and so um other... she has a testimony we'll be bringing Ashley the cat on <laughs> for the uh, next episode to tell her testimony yes and so we have two other cats we have turtles one of them we rescued from our neighborhood swimming pool we thought would last like a day um and we've had him for almost three years now like okay so what I'm learning is I need to come over <laughs> yes first of all and just hang out with your pets hang um... out with pets <laughs> Do you count fish as pets? Because there's many yes, of those as well. Yes, I do. Yes. I mean, you can't pet a fish. I, I mean, in theory, if you can, please drop your tips. We would love to hear that if you have ideas. But, you know, it's a pet. You're caring for it, right? It's somebody else you have to feed. That's true. <laughs> we have to make um, considerations, accommodations yes. for when we go on vacation. Yes. So. We had fish for a minute, and we had to buy, like, an automatic feeder. Did you ever see that? We've put, like, tablets yes. in that, like, slowly release okay. over time. Yeah. But I fully expect to come back from vacation and, like, the fish be dead. But they made it. <laughs> this is just a bright spot to start your day today, guys. I hope you're excited. Shout out to all the fish parents out there. If you're a fish parent, just just drop us a comment. Let us know. Um, sh- shout out fish if you're listening. Uh, well, Jenny, tell everybody what you spoke at the Known Conference about. I um, got to speak about knowing yourself, but really actually knowing your Heavenly Father uh, through studying scripture. Mm. And so I broke my session up into four sections and... I really, really value in any sort of church conversations, really any life conversations where people can feel free to be who they really are. Mm. And I think that that is so important because whoever is the leader in the room, someone sets the tone. And so I'm going to share my story. And Mm -hmm. so I had the opportunity to do that and be like, here's my relationship with scripture. Yours may or may not look like that. Um, This is not to replicate, tell you to be like me. No, no, no. But I just want you to know this is a safe place and Mm -hmm. I will be vulnerable and go first. And a lot of the questions that I asked women to answer were things they answered either in a journal or they could just sit there and ponder. So I would teach for about 10 minutes and then say, hey, let's think about this. And what does this look like for you? After I shared my story and some of my own journey and where things came together. Um, hoping to create a safe atmosphere. Um, I cried a little bit. If anybody knows me, I'm, I'm easily a crier. And then we when I, I look out and saw friends and some of them were tearing up, I'm like, no, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. We respect and honor all tears here at the Known Podcast. Yes. So, um, and then really try to set up women for whatever your relationship with scripture is. Hmm. Get to know yourself a little bit better. What lies do you believe mm-hmm. about yourself? What lies do you believe about God? Mm-hmm. What have you let other people tell you that yeah. is just simply untrue? And let's confront those lies. But then also like very proactive. Mm. Um, how do you learn? So I am a person who learns through reading and writing, okay. but other people are auditory yeah. processors, mm-hmm. visual, kinesthetic. There's We actually took a learning styles assessment yes. and then tried to say, this is what it looks like if you are an auditory processor. Oh, that's awesome. Don't read scripture. Listen to it. Wow. Um, if you are a kinesthetic learner, you learn by doing, let's, what does that look like for you? Hmm. Um, 
and gave people opportunities to just kind of ponder yeah. what this looks like. And um, as a teacher and somebody who just loves learning, like, of course, there are lots of resources yeah. in the front of the room and different things to encourage people on what this is going to look like for you when you go home tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I just appreciate the atmosphere and seeing the really sincere faces in the yeah. room um, of how they wanted to, wherever your story is, if yeah. you've never opened the Bible or you've read it through 10 times. I've actually never read the Bible mm -hmm. through. I'm going to do that next year yeah. chronologically. But whatever that looks like, this is a safe pace. Yeah. And you are going to be able to grow from well, today. That's what I was going to ask you is like, I mean, I know the answer to this, but there's in theory no wrong or right way correctly to like assume and consume scripture. But what are you saying? Like, let's speak first to our listeners who are saying, hey, I am... First of all, I may not even be a believer. Like, yeah. first of all, you are welcome to listen to this podcast. There is no, like, it's come as you are. But if you are brand new, you know, if you're taking off the cellophane of your Bible, as we would say, like, mm -hmm. what is an easy way for somebody to start? It could be really daunting if they're looking at this big, you know, 66 books of like, wow, this is a lot. Where do I start? I would actually encourage people to start either in the Gospel of John, mm -hmm. which is about 75% of the way through. If you're really opening scripture and literally taking the cellophane yeah. off of a Bible or opening it, look in the table of contents because that'll give you no shame in looking at the table of contents no okay? no 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 not, not at all, all of us grew up like me learning books the bible in a song no <laughs> we can talk about later because we might have learned same the songs same song, or different yeah. songs um but find that where it's at or there are so many free resources out there i think sometimes it's actually almost intimidating because there's yeah. so many things out there but you version is free that's yes, a bible I app that is free um, there is an ESV Bible, which is a translation of the Bible yes. that is free. And what's really cool is the auditory version of that. The woman that is reading the Bible to you, she is Irish. Ooh, we love it. Yes. <laughs> but start there or start in Genesis okay. and read a book at a time. Yeah. Read a book at a time. I think there are really great topical Bible studies where it's like, okay, what does the Bible say about anxiety? That's yeah. something I continually want to learn about. Same, sister. <laughs> but sometimes I think it can be so helpful to read the whole story and understand what was that book about? Who was the author writing to? Mm. And then understand the context because things will jump out at you that yes. you never saw before. Yeah. That you will learn about the character of God. Yeah. Um, and give yourself in that, whether, again, back to the example of taking the cellophane off, Give yourself time. If it takes you a month to mm -hmm. read through a book of the Bible that you know has 21 yeah. chapters, who cares? If it there's takes you two no, months, yeah. there's no timeline on it. No. I'm all for goals and making like making things like mm -hmm. what am I headed towards? But I think sometimes we put ourselves in oh like yeah. I'm not running a marathon tomorrow. I don't know that you are necessarily either, but we can look <laughs> friends at friends of the podcast are laughing. But yes. No, no, that is no, not that's not happening. happening. Yeah. But we'll set goals whenever we start something yeah. new and we'll be like, okay, I'm gonna read this whole thing. And right. you're setting yourself up for failure. Oh yeah. The it's, goal it's is like to dieting know. or something. Like yes. you say, I'm gonna I, I wanna lose 15 pounds. Well then the next day you've lost half a pound and you're like, Ugh. It's like, well, you, you're not gonna get to 15 today. You know, no, you have to no, like no. you have to do it in a kind, balanced way to yourself. So, <laughs> And the goal really is to know your Heavenly Father and yeah. what can you know about his character. And that is the goal, yeah. not how much did I read this month. Yeah, well, and you mentioned knowing yourself. Mm -hmm. So, like, what role does Scripture play in me coming to know myself? Because this was the known conference, being known yeah. by God, known by others. Like a lot of people are out there searching for themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go find myself. I'm going to go on an eat, pray, love year. Like whatever that means. Yeah. You know, I don't even know. I think that term has gotten kind of botched, you know, honestly, I'm going to find myself. Like what role does scripture play in that? I think 
let's start with the fact that scripture is first about God. It mm-hmm. is, it tells us about us, but it tells us about him Yeah, and he created you. Wow. So from the very beginning, if you start reading in the book of Genesis, it'll say in the first couple chapters, God said, we're going to make man, humanity, not just, mm-hmm. not just, yeah, not males, just, not not just, just men, men yes. <laughs> in our own image. So it helps you understand, wow, I am made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge that you have indescribable worth, wow. worth that you cannot understand from that. Somebody needs to hear that today. Yes. Um, you are valuable and you are loved because of that. Mm-hmm. And th- that's just one example, but it just starts to unpack that um, kind of joking. I don't want to call the Bible like the instruction manual, or I just got a new car. So of course I'm keeping yeah. it in the car manual because I'm yeah. like, how does this work? Oh, it's good um, to know there's people who do that. <laughs> yes. Um, but he created you. So he understands you. He understands this whole earth, all its brokenness, all the messed up stuff so much better than any of us. So go back to the source Hmm. and let that continue to inform you about who you are and what everything looks like. And so I think it's kind of funny. Like we joke, I grew up in the church and became a Christian at the age of seven. I'm 42. (laughs) Um, but there are things that continually, like more I get into scripture, I see things like, wow, that I was believing something Hmm. that was wrong. And um, obviously they can't see this example, but if you're heading in a straight line and you veer off a little bit, it's not hard to get back on the right path. Mm -hmm. But the more you go off alignment, you go crazy. And in our minds and in our thoughts and where those things go. And so this continually pulls me back into alignment. And so there's a book I read a few years ago called Free of Me, the author, um, Sharon Miller, she and her husband pastor a church in Raleigh, Durham. And in the middle of the book, there's an interlude and she talks about a piano. Um, she grew up around a very beautiful piano, but her family always kept it in tune. Mm-hmm. Um, and she played piano and then she and her husband moved into an apartment not long after they got married. And there was this a similar beautiful piano, but it had been kept out of tune and she mm. walked over to it and started <laughs> to play and it sounded awful. Oh yeah. And she just talked about the daily need, um, for tuning yourself. Yes back to your creator. Yeah. Wow. And, or, and I would say minute by minute. (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) Um, so that's where scripture, that's what scripture does for us. And again, I think there's so much value and whether it's journaling, asking yourself, what do I believe about scripture? What do I believe about God? And is that actually true? Or go for a walk, um, go for a walk around a lake, or if you're sitting in the car, pick up line, wherever you are. I know I spend a lot of time in those lines or soccer practice hours, (laughs) ask, ask yourself those questions and ask what is really true. And then re-engage yeah. with this book or yeah. Bible app or whatever that's going to yeah. look like. Yeah, and I, I think it's funny because I do think a lot of people are missing it so much. They go searching everywhere but mm-hmm. to the creator to mm-hmm. find themselves. And it's interesting because I remember my husband saying in a message, like, only the one who created you can name you. Yeah. You know, so in other words, I can't let the, the labels people have put on me define me. I can't let my talents define me. I can't let my gifts define me. Anything else. But God is truly our creator. I mean, he knit us together. And so it's not even that you have to go to God saying, teach me about myself, but it becomes sort of a byproduct, I find, mm-hmm. that when I'm having revelation about him, I then get revelation about myself. Like, without even trying, it just sort of is there because, of course, like, if I went today to my parents' house or if you came over to my parents' house, you'd probably learn about me because they raised me and you'd see stuff I had left on the walls or you'd see their embarrassing pictures on the, you know, fridge. But it's the same with God. When we go to him, he's our creator. Like, you'll learn about yourself as just a byproduct. So it doesn't even have to be a self-focus when you go to God seeking Mm -hmm. to know him. I think it just opens those things up in your heart. Well, God, you created me and this is why I sort of am motivated this way and, and yeah. all those things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 
another byproduct of that, we see that he's incredibly patient. <laughs> I am Thank not. God. <laughs> and I am not. Neither. Um, and um, there's a, well, we're specifically talking about scripture, but there's a book I actually led an access group a couple years ago called None Like Him, hmm. um, a Bible teacher by the name of Jen Wilkin, but she goes through 10 characteristics of God. Hmm. And then she walks you through scripture that do all that, um, that show you those different pieces. But a lot of it was actually seeing my own limits hmm. and having hmm. unrealistic expectations for myself, yeah. beating myself up. And being like, he is the only one that's going to do that. She has a chapter on, I can't remember if it's four or five, on um, only God is self-sufficient. Ooh. <laughs> Hey, there's a uh, there's a newsflash for everybody listening today. You know, I think I think my husband even said in the message yesterday, "Have I done enough to earn God?" No, you haven't done no. enough. You will never do enough. Like that is freeing, and, mm-hmm. and, don't, and don't let that be discouraging. But God is the only one self sufficient. We cannot. We have to have Him. We are truly lost without Him in that sense. And we. I think deal with that 365 days a year, but in the month of December, Oof. there is so much more pressure <laughs> that we put on ourselves yes. to be able to do more or you produce more, or do this, or have you done all, all these things or, and do I have worth? Mm. And if not, I have failed. No. But if you're getting mm-hmm. that base, that foundation, that the well of living water, whatever terminology you want to call it, if it's coming from scripture, it's going to reset you yeah, and change you. Do you have a favorite version of the Bible? Um, currently using the Christian standard version. Okay. Um, long time use new American standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I flip around, Yeah. but I like some of those more literal translations, mm-hmm. like an ESV or a new American standard and then go to the message. Like, yeah. like let's get both. Yeah. Um, and if I have the opportunity in the morning to switch over and read mm. the message, um, cause there are times it just, if you've heard something repeatedly, yes. sometimes it doesn't sink in. You kind of yes. go on autopilot or you go numb. And so when you hear something spoken in a different mm. way or read it or whatever, um, there was a, something a few months ago, literally laid out this ugly prayer before the Lord. Of <laughs> some things I was super frustrated about. Just the best kind. So, yes, 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 yes. And then read the, a passage a few minutes later, just in the morning. And it was John 6 and the message. And it was the answer to what I was praying for. Mm. It was a promise of some things that hadn't been fulfilled, mm. but it was the answer to what I was praying for. But that jumped there. So really, again, what works for you? Yeah. If it's, I read a Bible, I read a paper Bible mm-hmm. with markers and with colored pencils. Yeah. That's me. If that does, if that's, yeah, if that doesn't work for you, that's fine. So yeah. whatever version is going to help yeah. you understand more of him, go with and that. Like, if you are listening and you're for some reason new to the Bible, this is a this is a great thing for you to know. You know, there's no like I I am one who reads through the Bible in a year, but there's days where I'm going, oh, you know, let me get through Numbers, let me get through, you know, you're going, yeah. oh Lord, let me get through Chronicles, you know, yeah. And um, I usually wind up taking like a thing from each morning's reading. But if you're brand new to the Bible, you know, if you even ponder a verse of scripture that you want to put in your mind, because it says in the word, you know, your word I've hidden in my heart Mm -hmm. that I might not sin against you. That doesn't, and just learning recently, like, what does that mean? That doesn't just mean memorized. You know, that means it is becoming so repeated in my life and in my mantra that it becomes part of my psyche. So instead of, okay, I know that the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. Mm -hmm. I'm going, I'm feeling fear. I know that's part, not part of perfect love. This is not of God. I don't have to accept this lie. Yeah. That's a difference between memorizing a scripture and 
you know, really hiding it in your heart. So if you're brand new to the Bible and you want to flip around, if there's one verse and you go, you know, I want to read this in some other versions, do it because that will, you know, teach it to you in a more palatable way. We all receive and have different love languages. We all have, like you said, different learning styles and there may just be something that, that hits out to you. And I think that is great. And just to develop that hunger and, and passion, you know, for God's word. Speaking of, so say there's a believer, a long-term believer that's listening today and they're going, okay, I just have kind of lost my zeal to even get in the word. Yeah. What is the best way to reignite that? Um, first I would say find a safe person in your life and just be honest with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and be honest, you're being honest with yourself and be honest with the Lord. Um, if I don't know you, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook mm-hmm. and you can find me and I will just be honest with that. And there's no condemnation, but Mm-mm. I know the power of having a safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know what it's like to not feel that and let those things there, but I know the power of having that. So be honest with that. Um, Cause there's nothing wrong with saying that. No, no. People think it's a sin just to admit that. No. <laughs> Goodness. No. I, if, if appropriate, I would hug you. Right. Um, and say, here's a cup of coffee. Um, but Figure out what is going to work for you mm-hmm. in this particular season of life. Um, you know, we were talking before we started recording about what it's like to have a newborn. Yeah. It's exhausting. Oof. It's exhausting. So if that is, you know, rocking a baby to sleep at night and yeah. it is some somebody reading the Bible to you for yeah. five minutes, if that's what it looks like in this season, run with that. Yeah. Um, but there are, so there's some great reading plans out there that mm-hmm. are like seven days long. Nice. So let's make a seven day commitment. Yeah. Don't be worried about what I'm going to be doing in December 22. Like, <laughs> no, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Um, but look for some of those that are out there. Um, I gave the women at the conference an opportunity. She reads truth, which is, mm-hmm. I followed the reading plans for seven years. It's yeah. a big deal that I'm like walking away. I yeah. actually have a description to their Bible studies, but walking away for me in 2022, but they have a seven day one that's Mm. free on their app called open your Bible. And it talks about why we would read scripture, Mm. but there's women being incredibly vulnerable about their stories. Mm. And I felt like that's a great, that's an example of a starting plan, but do that. And, and then just go from there. Mm. But, and, and some of that is, do you have to tell somebody not necessarily, but I feel like there's just such power in just being, this is who I am Mm -hmm. and this is where I'm at right now. And I want to, I want to being known by others. Yes. Even in the ugly. And as we say, sometimes we mean that metaphorical. Sometimes we just mean it physical, Jenny. Yeah. Sometimes you just feel ugly, you know? You feel ugly. There's ugliness in your heart and there's other things. And ugliness in your face. Sometimes. Yes, yes. I mean, not you, but yeah. <laughs> Trust me, there's just days, especially in December, where like the kid is not it today. Um, you know, it's it's funny. Until you, I think, have been in those dark moments where you are you are literally existing on God's word. Yeah. That is your diet. That is yeah. your, you know, Jesus being in the wilderness for 40 days and saying, hey, like, Man doesn't live on bread alone. You know, until you have reached that level, sometimes you don't even understand the depth of just how alive and intricate the Bible can be in your life. It's not like any other book. It is alive um, and it is, it could be your very soul's food in that sense. And those days were nothing else in this world. And and even your circumstances are pointing you in a negative direction, but the word, but the word and living and subsiding off of that diet that to me is what keeps me going on the days I go, okay, you know, like I've read through the Bible eight times, but God's word has sustained me. God's mm-hmm. word has been infallible for me. 
And we encourage you guys, like if you're listening today and you're brand new to the Bible, please reach out. We'd love to get you hooked up and pointed in the right direction with a Bible plan. It does not have to be scary. We can make it so palatable and so broken down to whatever level you find yourself at today. I mean, I'm not even like Dr. Jenny. I mean, I have an undergrad degree in music, you know, so I'm like, listen, we can do it and we could do it together and we want to help you. That's what this movement here. I mean, like, let us help you. Let us Mm -hmm. show you an easier way. You are not failing. You are, there's no shame in this. Everybody from the highest level of education to the lowest, we can all struggle with these things. So you are not alone, but we want to see you find the joy, the freedom that can come in a healthy relationship with God's word. Mm -hmm. So if you are there today listening, we are here for you. Reach out. We want to point you in that direction. So Jenny, thank you for coming today and being a guest. And um, next time you and Ashley the cat... It's like a memoir, like maybe her life's chronicles. It's called My Nine Lives by Ashley Carter. <laughs> Thank you, friend. You are welcome back here anytime. I appreciate it, and I look forward to it. <laughs> and we'll be right back with the Gnome Podcast. Welcome back to the Known Podcast, and it's time for our segment we call Know It, the part of the show where we tell you something we think you should know about this week. You know, this week, as I was thinking about what we should share for this segment, there wasn't one particular thing that came to mind, and then I realized that next weekend, our church is having one of its annual outreach events. And in this outreach event, we go into an area um, of our city uh, that is lower income, and we help kids by donating gifts that they can buy for their parents. And it had me thinking how that is one of my family's favorite traditions every Christmas because in the midst of all the blessings, all the sweet things that I am eating and I am eating them, um, all the toys they will get, there is something about helping others, which you know we've talked about on this podcast many times, but there's something about helping others that really drives home the meaning of the season, the sacrifice that Jesus made in coming. So my know it this week is to look for an opportunity like that near you. When I tell you that churches are always looking for help, always needing someone who can uh, volunteer in these types of situations, I mean it. If there is a way for you to find out, get involved, whatever it is in your area, I'm assuring you that somebody needs help this Christmas. Jump in, get involved, bring your family. You won't regret it. And that's our know it this week. We'll be right back. Well, that is it for this week's episode of The Known Podcast. I could not be more grateful to you for listening and to our guest, Dr. Jenny Carter. Special thanks to her. Please help us out. If you like this podcast, tell your friends, subscribe, give us a good rating, all those things. And uh, the best thing is come on back next week. We'll see you then. Remember, you are known and you are loved.